I'm Dr. Amanda Holdsworth, and I have spent the last 25 years of my career telling the stories of schools, districts, colleges, universities, and education-focused organizations from around the world. In the Storytelling for Schools podcast by the School Comms Lab, we dive deep into how all types of schools, from micro schools to career tech centers to everything in between, are telling their stories in ways that resonate with their target audiences. So pull up a seat, get your notebook and pen ready, and prepare to be inspired. This is a Storytelling for Schools podcast. Welcome to the Storytelling for Schools podcast presented by the School Comms Lab. I'm your host, Dr. Amanda Holdsworth, and I'm here with Tony and Yuli Frilicciardi of Surf, Skate, and Science. So I'm very excited to talk to them because I've been following them on Instagram for a while. They have almost 3,000 followers, and every day they're posting some really neat activities and content. And so we're just going to get right into it. So welcome, Tony and Yuli. Thank you so much for being here. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us. So please tell us a little bit about Surf, Skate, Science, you know, where it's located and who you serve. Um, so Surf, Skate, Science is located in South Florida, and we serve um, the South Florida Tri-County area, so Miami-Dade, Broward, and Palm Beach, and we work with students in kindergarten through 12th grade. That's fantastic. And when were you founded? Um, we started in 2018. So this is really interesting. So tell me a little bit about why you started this school and program. So um, we're, we have two a little a different unique stories, but um, my reason for starting the program is in 2018, our community um, had a school shooting at Stoneman Douglas. And um, in 19, students and teachers lost their lives. And we, at the time, you know, we had run a skate park for 15 years down here in South Florida, and it was attached to a school. So we knew some of the kids that were affected and, um, and a lot of parents, it, it affected our whole community. Um, the day after the school shooting, my son's school went on lockdown for a copycat um, shooting. And um, I was working at the Grief Center at Stoneman Douglas. And my, I called my husband to say, hey, um, our son's school's on lockdown. And um, he went over there with our, our youngest at the time, who was, I think, in first grade. And they ended up getting pulled in a closet too there with all the teachers. Um, oh my gosh. And, and we're in the closet for quite a bit. Um, and, you know, at the time I was, you know, just, we had, we were there the day of the Stoneman Douglas shooting. I was there the next day at the Grease Center. And, um, and I um, had, I had homeschooled our kids, but I had just put our youngest back in a charter school. And I was contemplating pulling them out. And I went in that day and pulled them out of school. And, um, and a lot of other families did the same thing. And, um, and then there were a lot of students that um, just kind of isolated themselves as that high school was closed for quite a bit afterwards. Mm-hmm. And so we started taking some of the kids surfing and doing skate events. And um, I just said to one of our neighbors, I go, what if we, you know, just did science at the beach? We would go surfing, we do a science class, or we could go to the skate park one week. Um, we both had active young boys, and it was a way to get them outside together hanging out instead of isolating them- themselves and being nervous about being at school or being anywhere at that point. And um, so that was basically how we started. We started with six kids in 2018. Wow. That's a extremely powerful story, and I think it's not unlike what many parents have felt and have been feeling with everything that's been been happening in the, these school shootings. So the the fact that you took action on it and 
initially started by doing something to support other children in the area is really wonderful. So thank you so much for sharing that. Yuli, anything else that you wanted to add? I know that you had a little bit of a different reasoning. I mean, yeah. I mean, for me, um, you know, I, like she said, uh, we ran a skate park for a little over 15 years. So with that, there's a lot of history there. Um, and as a, on a personal note for like schooling, you know, I never really fit into this, to the school. I mean, I didn't really do well in school. Um, you know, and I never really felt I was going to go anywhere. You know, I did go to college, but I, I, I had to use something to get in and that was sports. And, um, you know, I'm a surfer skater guy, like surfing and skating since the eighties and, you know, skating, it was always something that always got my attention, you know, and, um, I was building ramps, you know, and I learned a lot of math and things I never thought I would ever be able to accomplish. I was able to accomplish building some uh, significant bowls and ramps that are still used all over the world to, even today. So I'm pretty, pretty hyped on that. So, um, you know, the surf skate science thing um, was definitely a brainchild of my wife, you know, wanting to use science. And uh, I didn't really know how I would fit into that. But uh, lo and behold, I was always doing it, you know, because I was always involved in um, encouraging people, you know, and and skating is very much uh, an encouragement. You know, you're skating together, you're falling, you're, you know, and it's just it was a, a source of community. You know, I work at a local surf and skate shop and know everybody, you know, and it's in my community. so. Uh, yeah, so for me, it was something that really um, I learned a lot about myself. You know, I learned that I actually don't really suck at math. You know, I'm actually, you know what I mean? I'm pretty good <laughs> at it, you know, and I've done some really cool things. I just I just don't have a college degree, you know, um, so I kind of relate to a lot of the kids that are that that come into our class because a lot of them are learning so untraditionally, you know. And uh, we're in the water. You know how it works is Tony gets him for about 45 minutes and does a science lab. And then I get him for 45 minutes, either in the water or at a skate park. And it's so much fun, you know, and it, it, and I learned so much about these kids and, you know, just even talking about science and how it implies like right now we're going through chemistry and the kids made ice cream, you know, and I never even realized like there's chemistry in ice cream. Like what? What? And it was cool to see it, you know, and then we go and we skate and, and we just talk and, and and figure how it all applies, you know. Yeah, I think that's one of the things I love about your Instagram feed, uh, the, the lot of words as a communications person. There are a lot of things on there that I can't pronounce and I was never a science or math person and it's same same sort of thing. Didn't think I was really good at it. But I love how you're applying it to things that the kids are already interested in. And so you know, tell me a little bit about, you know, how you've kind of defined yourself in this, this niche and how people are, you know, finding out about you and why they're kind of flocking to you in your opinion. So, yeah. So I think, um, you know, first I, I really think, um, that to learn, you have to find some kind of passion. So, um, so we have, you know, these great tools to make learning fun. So, um, the kids can taste it, see it, smell it, you know, touch it, be part of it. So I think that's a huge thing. And, um, and basically when you're surfing or skateboarding, you're doing the scientific process anyways, you, 
you find a trick you want to learn, you research it a little bit, maybe you ask a friend, watch a YouTube video, then you try it. And usually the first time it doesn't work out. And then you got to try it again and go back to the drawing board. And that's basically the scientific process. So that's what we're doing anyways. Um, so I think that, um, you know, as far as, you know, people finding us, it just, it just naturally grew. Um, people started telling others and inviting friends and, and we just grew from there. I think that first little wave with um, Stoneman Douglas and then we had COVID and people were just thinking about education in a different way. Um, I think maybe the main thing is that we're doing something we love. I went to school for ocean engineering. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I went to school for ocean engineering. My, um, you know, my husband and I ran a skate park. He built ramps. Um, before he built ramps, he built swimming pools. So, and, um, and so we're taking things that we love naturally and, um, and using them. And I think that that's something we want to pass on to the kids. We want them to find out what they're passionate about and what they love and, um, and find the tools to just do that. And, you know, a lot of kids don't think that there's science in skateboarding or surfing, but it takes an engineer to design a skate shoe and to make sure there's not injuries with the insole. It takes a, a designer to design the shoe, um, an artist. There's so much involved um, building a skate park. Um, you use architecture, construction, engineering, math. There's so much that they don't see. Even chemistry this semester, we're talking tomorrow about urethane wheels or um, water quality and how that affects everything that we do. So um, it just allows them to be exposed to different careers in STEM and um, see what possibilities are out there. And hopefully they find something they love. That's absolutely fantastic. And, and we're not talking about a small operation here anymore because you are up to 250 students around there. Yes. Well, well, yes, but for us, it's small because, like, for me, like, I, it's funny because I'm, like, off the charts ADD, you know, like ADHD or whatever. So how my brain works is I can have 30 kids at one time, you know, of course, with the proper instructors. But for me, I know every kid, you know, like, I'm going to spend a good five, 10 minutes with each kid and um, and that's what really, that's the magic, I believe, when you're in the water and you're in the skate, because what you're tapping into, you're tapping into like raw energy, like, like confidence building, um, to trusting, taking instructions, you know, like when you're going to drop in a four foot half pipe, those kids are terrified, but you're like, Hey, if you listen to me, you trust me that you're going to do it the right way, cover your bolts, you know, and you're tapping into that. and it's really neat when um, you hear all the stories after, you know, the parents will be like, yo, I can't get my kid to stop skating. You know, like I can't get my kid to like, now he has all this confidence, you know? And I, I think once you, you land that trick, you know, it's like, wow, it's like everything. Because one thing people don't realize when you see that one trick, it's that success. That's what you see, but you really don't see the millions and millions of failures. Like you could fail a million times, you know, it feels like it. Right. And you're just, you're, you're, you're not getting it. You're not getting it. Some days you have to take a break and then you got to try. And then there's that one day you land an ollie or you land a kickflip or you drop in, you're just like, Oh my gosh. You know, and it's such a good feeling. So. And so I think, you know, I think that we, we've grown a lot, but um, I think we're at the point where we could do more classes, but we really want that 
time and one-on-one. And, and there's days where I feel like I can't pay attention enough to each kid. And I think that that, that's a really important part of our program is really getting to know each kid and what they love and what they do. And so, um, so we're at the point now that um, instead of, you know, we can't duplicate ourselves. So, you know, we're trying to duplicate our curriculum so other people can do the programs where they are. Um, and instead of doing it five days a week, we're doing it two days a week and trying to do it the best we can. Oh, that's fantastic. And that's nice to be um, small enough and be nimble and that you're aware of that. So I have to have to give you props for it. And I love the idea of it's almost like franchising, although I know franchising sometimes in a, in a way can be a dirty word in education. But I, I know my kids um, here in Michigan took a look. I was showing them the Instagram and they're my little one. She loves skateboarding. Um, she doesn't really, she's a little bit scared to do it, but she just thought that that was the coolest thing ever to be able to learn. She likes science and to be able to learn about science and skateboarding at the same time. She was like, oh, I wish we had something like that here in Michigan. So um, I absolutely love the reach. Now, how do people, how have they been finding you? Well, I think like Tony said, um, you know, the homeschooling and micro school is a community, right? So yesterday I went to a festival, it was like the Renaissance Festival and I went in and I was thinking there was only going to be like 20 people, but I'm, I'm serious. There's like 500 people there. And what was really interesting to me is so many kids came up to me and knew who I was. I didn't really know some of them, you know, and I don't think they were in our class. They just heard about me and they're like, you're, you're Mr. Yuli, you're the skate surf guy. Right. And I was like, we're excited to try that class one day. And so I think um, that's how they find us. I mean, it's a community and that's what me and Tony have always been involved, you know, is serving our community. Our local surf skate community is very a tight niche, you know, we, I went Saturday, I went surfing and I was in the water and I ran into so many people I knew, you know, it's like, you're in the water, you're like, yo, how's your day, bro? Like, Hey, what's up? And it's, it's awesome. You know, it's serving that community. So I think that's why people are finding out. And then also Tony's just like a social media wizard, right? So she's able to, to really, um, cause that's what she's doing is tapping into her passion and, and getting in and, and getting that information information out there, you know? So I even go to my Instagram, the surf skate science Instagram, and I learn a little bit about things, you know, you, you see what I'm saying? And absolutely. And, and, and you know, cause the, the, the dynamic of Tony and I is we're, we're husband and wife, you know, I'm married to her, which is an awesome thing, but working together is a challenge because we're totally two different types of people, right? I'm the guy that walks in, everybody's like, yo, yo, what's up? Let's surf skate. And Tony's the facilitator. She's facilitating everything. And in her head, she's probably like, I'm just entertaining this bonehead. So he's over there. Surfing. And it's skating. I got to. But then she's teaching me so much about that there is chemistry and skating. And there is a lot of science and math and technology and all of that through skating. The technology of skateboarding has, has changed. You know, you have your metal wheels, your clay wheels, your urethane wheels and you know what I mean and it's like I learned all that so it's it's pretty cool and I think um you know one thing like he said about community too I think it's you know that's another reason we like staying small and local is because we're able to work with our community so um last week we had the national weather service come from Miami and talk to the kids about weather at surf class and I learned a lot and, and awesome. so um they brought weather balloons and all kinds of fun stuff 
And, um, and for me, it's, we get to pull in people from the community and experts from the community. So where I don't have all that information, I learn along the way as well with the kids. So it's a lot of fun. And um, I mean, I look forward to doing it. I don't think of it as work. It's something that we really enjoy. Well, that's fantastic that you have community at the heart because it goes back to, you know, I've worked in education for about 25 years and it almost goes back to the heart of what education was, right? Like the community center and the fact that you're, you're focused on serving the community, but yet have expanded so much. People are obviously attracted to the niche of surf skate science, but then also the fact that Hey, these are really, these are our fellow community members. They're doing something great for the kids in our community. I want to be involved in this too. And I think it's wonderful because I think that gets lost sometimes in, in marketing within education. You know, we're always trying to say, well, you're going to get this and we have this program, this program, this program, whereas you're almost just telling the stories right from the heart and just sharing what you both know best. Um, and I love the dynamic of the two of you too. So I think that's absolutely fantastic. And, you know, Tony, I do have to say that, as I mentioned many times with your Instagram account, um, I absolutely love it. I love following it. Where did you learn how to do this? Or do you have any other tips for other um, schools or educational programs that are looking to expand like you have? I mean, to have 3,000 followers is a pretty big deal anymore with algorithms and, and things like that, especially when you're serving 250 students. If you're serving 10,000 students, then yeah, 3,000 would be a great number. But the fact that you have such an exponential following with the small school is very impressive. So, I mean, I guess our our story goes way back, but we also run an international network of, of skate ministries for with Christian skaters. So we started that in 2005. And, um, and for me, surf skate science was kind of a way, um, we have people doing great things around the world and, um, and it was kind of a way for people to reach our community and make an impact in their community and also make a living. So we have, I mean, we must have, you know, 40 different chapters in Africa and they're all, you know, working full time and then doing the skate thing on the side. And I would love to see a way for them to be able to provide for themselves, but also give back to their community. So that, so when we started Christian Skaters, we started it with no money. We had nothing. We couldn't hire a social media person or a web designer. So I basically just taught myself. And, um, you know, YouTube University, you can learn everything. <laughs> so that, yeah. that was pretty Very much true. it. But, um, but also, you know, at the, when we ran the skate park and at the, our local surf shop, I've helped with marketing over the years. So I've, I've been able to learn a lot through that. And um yeah, so just just through having businesses and and teaching myself, but just being resourceful and then sharing things I really love, and um, so and and you know I think we also have a like he said the skate community is really tight in South Florida in the U.S. and around the globe, so um, we have a lot of support from the surf and skate community. So a lot of people share our content and what we're doing, and um, and you know and support us. So we've even we received a grant from Ryan Scheffler's foundation and, and he actually brought a bunch of pro skaters down to judge the kids skate park designs that they designed. Oh my gosh. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's something so, that, that's like university level stuff. That's amazing. Yeah. So we've just been blessed to have that support to not only of our community um, locally, but our community around the world supporting what we're doing. And what I love about the surf skate science is that it's also it's limit. There's no limits, meaning 
anybody can come and, and, you know, we're not, we don't have a narrative. The only thing we're trying to do is learn <laughs> and yeah. have fun and, and get to get to know them. So it, for me, it is, it's just another opportunity to just love people, you know? And I think that that is the most important thing um, to, for me, at least to communicate, because I love skateboarding so much. Sometimes I hate it too. Like, you know, there's a lot of things that's like, really? But um, I think the surfing community in, in a way, it's like you're in the water. There's nothing like it, you know? Like, yeah. I love being in the water, you know? I do a lot of diving, a lot of lobstering, a lot of fishing and stuff like that. So it's just tapping into things that I love. So that's it. Yeah, and I think um, we, you know, during COVID, we, a lot of the skate, the skate parks were shut down. The beaches were shut down. We like everybody, we got on Zoom and we got to um, do some really cool stuff. And um, I just remember we were on a call with a National Geographic scientist and she was telling us how she just wanted to give people the gift of wonder. And like, that's kind of what we want to do with the kids. I, we want them to wonder. We want them to be excited about learning um, and become lifelong learners and um, just, you know, find the things they love and really explore that. And then, you know, I think skateboarding action sports lets them know that anything's possible because when they get there, most of the kids that come have never been on a skateboard before or never surfed. Wow. And at the, by the end of the class, they're dropping in on a ramp. And I think that um, that lets them know that all things are possible. You have to take little baby steps. And if you take baby steps, you're always moving forward. And um, so I think that that, I think that's the, you know, the uniqueness of the program. So not only are they learning, um, you know, science, technology, engineering, art, math, um, even resiliency and um, treating our environment well, but they're also learning life skills that they're going to use throughout their whole life that they're not going to just use on a skateboard or surfboard, but they'll use forever. So, so I think that's what's special about the program. Well, Tony and Yuli, thank you so much. This was absolutely incredible. And where can people follow you online or check you out or get more information? Yes, our website is just surfskatescience.com. Um, on Instagram and Facebook, you can find us under Surf Skate Science. Um, and we do have a Twitter account. I don't use very often, but you can find us on Twitter as well. And, um, and YouTube, we have quite a bit of recorded content on YouTube that you can access for free and hear some of our zoom calls and, and some stuff that we've done over the years. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, I'll link to those in the show notes, but again, thank you both so much. And thank you for all that you do for children in your area. That's fantastic. Yes. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you for listening to the Storytelling for Schools podcast. You can get more tips and tricks for school marketing, communications, and branding at schoolcomslab.com or on Instagram at schoolcomslab. And if you're interested in more support, be sure to check out our membership with monthly trainings, support calls, and hundreds of resources. Talk to you next time.